Hey, my name is Tanil, and I'm passionate about helping mom entrepreneurs reach their true potential while navigating the chaotic journey of life, family, and business. I'm a digital marketing specialist, an extremely curious human with a growth mindset, and a certified wizard of the mind, specializing in clinical hypnotherapy and rapid transformational therapy. This is where the woo-woo rubber meets the road, my friends. We will dive into empowering discussions, actionable strategies, and inspiring stories to help you thrive in both your personal and professional lives. So pull up a comfy chair and let's ditch the debate and make it happen. Welcome to Ditch the Debate and Make It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Tanil, and today we'll be talking about fear in its rawest form and embracing change, the constant in our lives. Our minds play a significant role in shaping our fears, keeping them alive, and the resistance to change is loud and messy. Let's dive into what we could do to overcome the noise and embrace the change we are so desperately seeking. The concept of fear has evolved significantly throughout human history. In ancient times, fear played a crucial role in ensuring our survival by helping us avoid life-threatening dangers. However, in today's world, our fears are more driven by emotional factors and are predominantly controlled by our minds. Despite not facing physical threats like saber-toothed tigers, fear continues to impact our lives, often triggered by modern-day stresses and challenges. Long, long, long ago, fear was an invaluable mechanism that helped us survive when facing predators and other dangers, requiring a rapid response and activating the fight-or-flight response. In these situations, the body released adrenaline and cortisol, providing an immediate boost of energy and alertness, preparing us to confront the threat or flee to safety. Fast forward to present day, where the threats our ancestors faced are vastly different from the challenges we encounter. Today, fear is predominantly driven by emotional and psychological factors rather than physical dangers. Our minds play a significant role in shaping our fears, often amplifying perceived threats and creating a heightened state of anxiety. I don't know about you, but I don't vibe with a cocktail injection of cortisol and adrenaline just because I face an issue presenting on a Zoom call to a judgmental human. It's a no from me. Let's go into the psychology behind the resistance to change, the challenges of reinventing ourselves and a powerful technique to overcome the mind's protests and take bold steps towards personal growth. Our minds are wired to protect us and when we consider making significant changes in our lives, the mind can perceive it as a potential threat, triggering protests and anxiety to keep us within the familiar boundaries. So if you found yourself in a situation where you could have maybe said the words, I'll die if I have to present, guess what's going to happen? Yep, you're going to experience everything and the kitchen sink thrown at you to ensure that you are never put into a situation where you have to present. You'll get sick, you'll have an anxiety or panic attack, you'll hurt yourself, whatever it is. It's your beautiful mind saying, nope, not today, not on my watch, you're not dying. So when it comes to change, it is not embraced or accepted as quickly as we would ideally like it to be. Let's be honest, the one constant is change, right? So why are we so damn resistant? Well, simply put, it's just not familiar. It is the unknown, and we are not cut out to deal with it. We've spent years paving our way, crafting our journey, and sticking to our belief system like white on rice. But maybe it's just not meant to be anymore. 
Maybe it's not serving us for this chapter of our lives. Maybe it's sabotaging us or at worst, holding us back. So, do we change or do we stay the same? In my episode on reinventing yourself, I spoke about how we always move towards pleasure and away from pain. Imagine you spent the last 10 or 20 years in the same job or company, pretty much in your comfort zone, and now you're wanting to jump into reinventing yourself. How well do you think that'll go down with the management system of your mind? You're about to get the biggest protest with the most colorful language and you're in for the ride of your life. I know because I still have a very dramatic conversation with my mind over change. Ironically, I love change. I get super bored in comfort zones. But since having kids and adulting, I've had to rely and become one with the comfort zone of life and I don't jump into risks as easily as I once did. Before having a family and it was just my fur babies and I, I would make all sorts of decisions with my instinct and when I wasn't happy I'd just move. Change was not only a constant but it was consistent in my life. But life happens, responsibilities grow and all of a sudden you're responsible for many humans and a few more fur babies and change becomes the swear word and your arch enemy. There's just no way I'm doing that. Or are they mad? That's a full circle shift, I'm not on board. You want me to do what? I've never done that. That's not going to happen. Resonate? I get it. Thing is, we're going to throw all the no's at it and expend so much energy pushing into this resistance. And you know what? We're going to do it anyway. So let's just cut out some of the exhausting time we're about to waste and just say, yes, I've got this. And do it scared. Okay? I do get that it's all easier said than done and that we're just saying yes and there's still that delightful debate with our mind that we're about to jump into. So here's my solution to that one. It's Mel Robbins 54321. If you don't know it, let me expand on this for a minute. If you do, just stick with me here. So Mel struggled to get out of bed in the morning and stumbled on a trick that she started to use where she counted backwards from 5 to 1 and then physically moved. And she found that that was her go-to for almost, if not all the things that she hesitated on. In digging up the science behind it, the hesitation is your mind flipping through files to reference what it needs to and ultimately, as you know, as well as I do, when it finds those files or there is an empty folder, the answer will be a hard no. Or a strong encouragement to let it go, not to do it, your warmer in bed conversation. When you count backwards from five to one, you're focusing on something other than the drama that's about to unfold in your mind, and you're not giving it a chance to get into that debate. Then when you hit one and you physically move, you've already moved past the opportunity that would have been afforded to your mind's opinion. So now it just sits back and encourages you to continue. I get that this sounds a little simple and unbelievable, but I assure you it does work. Just before you jump into an uncomfortable conversation at work or at home or with a family member, just five, four, three, two, one, and start the non-emotional discussion. It really turns out better than forcing yourself through it and finding that you didn't even say a tenth of what you wanted to because you went in hot. I do want to mention on this one though, it does not take away the nerves or feeling a bit uncomfortable doing something for the first time. But what it does do is it helps to get you started. It gets you off that starting block and you seamlessly just take over. A side note here. Have you ever watched small children doing something they're not particularly comfortable in doing? There have been so many situations where my kids were not buying what I was selling and you could visually see the hesitation of fear. For example, when they started swimming, 
They were so excited to get into the water, as who doesn't love playing in water? But when it came time to venture into the deeper side of the pool, where they knew it was unsafe, this was not something they embraced with open arms and big smiles. But they knew that in order to learn how to swim and eventually eliminate that fear, they had to become better swimmers. They actually just had to do it. Scared. And by watching them overcome this example, it made me think, they are so small and so willing. What's up with us in adulthood? Sometimes we got to take that leaf out of these little mini humans books. Okay, so back on topic. Tell me, what is the worst that could happen? Hmm. We can go to those very dark places, can't we? But let's just get real honest with ourselves here. Is that true? Is it real? No. So what's the worst that could happen? Chances are, the worst is you stay exactly where you are. And is that so bad? Yes, I get that we're all striving for change. And we want and deserve more. But if you got stuck in the debate with yourself and found that you were losing, look at it with lenses of what's the worst that could happen? So let's unpack this for a minute. If the worst is that you stay stagnant, you've been here long enough that it's comfortable, so is it really that bad? Now I'm 100% not saying that you need to stay where you are, but the point is, if you try this new venture and find yourself back where you are right now, you won't die, right? So let your protective, beautiful mind know that. I've got this, buddy. Thanks for your concern, but we're good. So once you've gotten through this debate and the negativity has calmed down, let's jump into the change. It's scary. It's unknown. But it's brand new. It's a chance to start fresh and make the mistakes and learn the lessons and grow. When we were younger, at least in my childhood, it was not encouraged to fail. It was not normalized. But mistakes and failures are lessons. They're gifts. And the quicker we could fail, the quicker we could succeed. In the biggest way. So what are you scared of in your change? Is it the fear of failure? Is it the unknown? Ask yourself this. What is the cost of you not embracing the change? For me, the most recent reinvention I had to do meant that the cost of not embracing it would have found me stuck in another full-time job, being controlled and having my creativity squashed. This would end up affecting my family as I have three small kids and they all have specific sports and activities that they do every single afternoon, which I have the freedom to attend and give them words of encouragement when they felt stuck. If I worked for somebody full time, I would not have the freedom to be present for my kids during this important time of their lives. But the change that was made was a financial one. I had to go from a secure monthly payment to my own business and risk. Scary? Hell yes still scary? Hell yes. Worth it? Oh hell yes. It comes back to your why. Your values. Your why is undeniably the most crucial aspect of your entrepreneurial journey. It serves as your unwavering driver, guiding you through the roller coaster of ups and downs. When you muster up the courage to get brutally honest with yourself and dig deep into the depths of your soul, you'll uncover the answer that will serve as your anchor keeping you grounded even amidst the stormiest of times. This profound understanding of your why goes far beyond surface-level motivations. It's about tapping into your core values, passions, and purpose. It's about discovering the burning desire that fuels your every action, propelling you forward with unwavering determination. 
Why is this so important? Because when challenges arise, and trust me, they will, your why will provide you with the resilience and the strength to keep pushing forward. In the face of adversity, your why will remind you of the impact that you want to make, the lives you want to touch, and the legacy that you want to leave behind. I've put a downloadable PDF together with some helpful tips and questions you could ask yourself to get you started on this beautiful journey. You'll find the link in the show notes. So my dear friends, what are you waiting for? Let's ditch the debate and make it happen. Embrace your change. Do it scared. You've got this. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ditch the Debate podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every single week. I'd love to hear more from you on the topics you want to hear. So head over to the episode link in the show notes and let me know in the comments what you most want to hear next. This is Tanil signing off. I'll catch y'all soon.